Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Good play by Nugent Hopkins. Counterattack. Here comes Connor McDavid. Shifting right by Riley. Right in. left, 6-3 Edmonton <laughs> Look at that smile on his face and that is earned Alright, that is John Forslund and A.J. Malesko uh, John Forslund is one of the top two or three television broadcasters in the States, does play-by-play Basically, Mike Emmerich and John Forslund are uh, the guys used most often by NBC. How about this for something crazy in last night's game? The Edmonton Oilers, the Toronto Maple Leafs, that was a nationally broadcast game by NBC last night. Uh, A.J. Malesko, by the way, uh, obviously a women's player on the 98 uh, U.S. Olympic team that upset Canada. And uh, she played at Harvard for a number of years. Uh but uh, Forslund has a huge voice, former Hartford Whalers PR guy way back in the early 1980s. And uh, he's got uh, big, big pipes, and he nailed it. <laughs> what a play by Connor McDavid. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys listening right now to Oilers now, you guys and gals out there, Oilers fans. I have probably watched every version of that goal 15 times over with all the various different calls. Special thanks to Brent and Escott, who produces this show, for uh, digging up the audio from the likes of John Forsland and Joe Bowen, the Leafs play-by-play radio voice, and uh, Chris Cuthbert, who had the TSN call, uh, obviously Kevin Quinn on Sportsnet, and uh, our own Jack Michaels on the Oilers uh, radio network. And uh, it was a kicker last night being at the uh, Scotiabank Arena in Toronto and seeing the Oilers skate away with a 6-4 victory. May I add, looking pretty good in doing so. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy 
office technology and software. Now, you can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino at seven, uh, hotline at 780-496-0063. You can also text us at 780-496-0063 on our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Floors strong enough for every mini sticks tournament. We're on Twitter. At Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Want to tell you, you can head down, see the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now is a great time to buy. They're clearing out the 2019's significant rebates on things like 2019 F-150s. Give the gang at Brent Ridge a call, one 877 3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Go down and see... Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the Brent Ridge team. Speaking of team, as promised, uh, Oilers uh, had an off day today. However, we had a chance to catch up uh, with Dave Tippett, the head coach, for a bit of a midterm report. And uh, listen closely. That's what I'm going to advise you because I know you care about the club. Dave Tippett is today's Oilers Now headliner. Brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Here's our exclusive one-on-one conversation with Dave Tippett. Dave, it's been uh, just over half a season now uh, here at Edmonton for you. Uh, and uh, it's, I'd just like to get, first of all, you know, your assessment sort of on what you've seen through the, uh, the halfway point in the year. Well, first of all, I'm really enjoying it here. It's a, it's a great group to work with. The city's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, growing up in Canada, you always... You know, you're a fan of hockey and fan of the NHL, and you know, in an era where I was growing up, the Edmonton Oilers were a huge, huge success, and uh, so to be part of the organization has been a lot of fun for me. It's a great group of players to work with. Uh, you know, I think the first the first half of the season, we've we've made some strides. We're trying to build some things that uh, are sustainable, and uh, I think we've from training camp we've uh, we've moved ahead. Uh, December we had a little bit of. Uh, uh, there was some of the lessons that had to be learned a little harder than others, but uh, right now it feels like we've kind of come through that. We've caught our breath a little bit, and uh, I like the way we're playing as a team right now. Hopefully we can continue that way. We know how well prepared you are. Um, is there anything that surprised you through the first 45 or 46 games? I mean, it can be on the ice. It can be dealing with something off the ice. Um, you know, I don't know if there's any surprises, but we had some question marks, you know, that... Uh, coming into the season, how things were going to fit together. Um, one of the biggest surprises as a player has been Ethan Bear, you know, him coming into camp and playing the way he has and and not just being in our starting lineup, but the, the amount of minutes and situations we put him in and he's excelled in has been real. You know, that's a pleasant surprise for us. Um, getting to know the whole group, though, you get to know personalities of players. Obviously, uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, their impact on the team. Um, you know, our, the two goaltending rotation that we've gone through a little bit has been, uh, I wouldn't say it's a surprise, but there was some question marks there. You're, you know, coming in, you weren't sure how things were going to go, and for the most part, it's been pretty good. You know, Schmidt had a tough December, but but cost uh, has been pretty steady most of the, most of the way. So, um, surprised? No. Uh, feeling good about it. 
most of the time, you know. So there's a, there's a lot of factors that come into it. But all in all, I think it's been um, a good first half, but I think there's lots of room for improvement. You uh, worked as a head coach in Dallas and in Arizona. So Dallas, you're completely overshadowed by the Cowboys and, and then college football and high school football. Arizona... That's yeah, even that's for me. It's a tough one because there's just not no disrespect to the market, but there's not a, a lot of interest. It appears in Glendale. I mean, you went three rounds one year, so maybe you had a different experience there. How unique and different is a market uh, in Canada like Edmonton? Well, the Canadian markets are obviously different, and it's uh, that's one of the things that drew me to Edmonton. You you know, there's working with Kenny Holland and great ownership there, and and. You know, a group of players that is really willing to grow, but uh, when it came right down to it, the ability to come back to Canada, coach a team in Canada, and just the passion of the fans, and and you know how we always have a term we use in with players all in. Well, the fans in Edmonton are all in, and uh, that's a great feeling as a coach. You 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 know they care about what we're doing, they care about every win, every loss, and uh, that part of it has been really a really fun part of it for me people were saying oh you you know you want the scrutiny do you want the media and i and when you come from non-traditional hockey markets to a hockey market yeah i'm enjoying it i'm liking that part of it and you know i, I always doesn't matter if it's a fan or um, a referee or a reporter whatever it is i like to talk hockey all the time and in edmonton you get that chance we're joined by Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tiffett, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. An off day today for the Edmonton Oilers in Toronto. The team will fly to Montreal uh, tomorrow. One of the comments, and uh, I, I notice it, and it's it's the unfortunate part of me doing color for the team and, and then uh, hosting kind of our network pregame show. I don't get to be in your postgame avails, but I listen to every one of them and uh, watch them when, when I get back to the house each night or uh, back to the hotel each night. Um, your tenor, it doesn't seem that much different after a maybe a two or three goal loss when you didn't have the juice that you needed out of your group, as opposed to when you get an exciting 6-4 win in Toronto and the team beats the Leafs for the first time since 2016. Um, is that a byproduct of experience? Is it a byproduct of being a former player that played over 600 games in the NHL? Because when I've asked your players about it, veterans to the younger guys alike, I sense there's a real appreciation for how even-keeled you are. I think that's part of who I am a little bit. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't get too far up and not too far down. And, and we're trying to build something here. We're trying to build something sustainable. So um, having the emotion swings is that's not something that's going to help us grow. So you try to keep things even-keel. And uh, last night's win is, I mean, as a coach or even you know anybody involved with the game, you're involved in that game. There's a great atmosphere in Toronto. Connor's playing well and our team's playing well. You come out of that game. I mean, there's you're happy. You're you're inside. You're happy, but you got to keep everything even keel. And, and same thing. We've had some games where I didn't like the way we played, or we've been tired and didn't play very well. Um, I think you got to you got to keep that in perspective. You know, so every game there's a way to try to build your group uh, moving forward, and it could be a win, it could be a loss. And I keep those things in the back of my mind rather than let emotion uh, get involved, whether it's good or bad. Is that one of the best goals you've ever seen? That was pretty good, that one. When the when you're on, you're in the opposing team's building, and the whole fan base is ooh.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And on and almost clapping for a goal on the opposition side. That's uh, you know you scored a pretty special goal. It's happened a couple times. I know you're a soccer guy. It's happened a couple times. You know how nasty the rivalry is between Barcelona and Real Madrid, and that's I mean that's religious in connotation too. And I know that uh, in the case of uh, Ronaldinho and later Messi, there were a couple times where the Real Madrid fans were applauding just the skill. And I mean it was just it was to me it was an obscene goal. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, two pretty unique talents with all due respect to the tremendous players you've coached in the past. Yeah. I don't know if they've quite had the same high-level octave. How challenging is it at times splitting them up? And has splitting them up been made easier now because of the, the arrival of Kato Yamamoto? Well, first of all, playing them together or splitting them up is, is not about, you know, those two guys looking good together it's about the team winning and so every game we go into we we try to figure out what's the best way for our team to win and there's been some games when we said put them together and let's just we'll put them against their top players and let's go let's see who wins and then there's been other times when teams really you know have a hard focus on shutting down one line we've tried to split them up a little bit and and make it a harder matchup and try to balance our team out and it seemed like we were we couldn't find the right mix of that top six but uh Yamos come in and played really well and what it's done is it's given us that balance up there where both Connor and Leon feel like they, they have capable players to drive their own lines and Leon is really like working with Yamo he's a uh, Yamo's a hard-working player. His size, uh, um, he, you know, it's not a deficiency to him. He works hard. He finds loose pucks, and he can make good plays. And and when you're when you're top players, you want to play with people that can give and go and can make plays with you. And Yamo's come in and give us that uh, that little bit of boost there. Uh, Nuge has moved over to the left side. And Nuge is a real easy player to play with. He's a uh, you know a smart player, reads off Leon. So Leon feels like he's got his line driving and it seems like whoever you put with Connor, he's going to drive that line. So those that, that top two groups right now, they look like, we look like a more balanced team and we're a harder matchup because you got each of them uh, on separate lines. Uh, they still play together on, on power play. There's still times when I'll find them together uh, during in a game after a penalty kill or something, but for the most part right now, uh, I think we're a harder team to play against when they're apart. Now, that might last two weeks and when we go right. into a game and say, hey, we're going to put them together because we think it gives us the best chance to win, but uh, the last few games here, we've looked like a better team with them apart because of Yamo coming in and give us some more depth. We're joined by Evans Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers now. Have you got any explanation for, to me, it appears the team is more comfortable or at least has performed better 
for this season on the road than they have at home. Is there a different pressure that appears at Rogers Place? Does the team adhere to a more simplistic north-south approach on the road? What do you think it is? I think that's part of it. When you get on the road, you feel like it, you, you don't have to put on a show. You get there. You just got to be very simple and uh, you got to find a way to win. So there's a, a simplistic approach to it and, and uh, I think there's a you feel like you're going to have to be do things simple and correct if you're going to win on the road. If you come home, there's always that excitement. We're just going to go out and stomp them tonight because we're at home. And uh, you tend to overdo things, and sometimes that overdoing things turns into mistakes. So I think we play a simpler game, a tighter game, um, kind of an us-against-the-world mentality, and, uh, and we've had some good results on the road. But that being said, we've played some good games at home like that too, but... Um, that's probably one of the things our, our group, the first half, we've we've played some really good games in that simple approach, hard approach. And uh, to me, that is more a style that's conducive to winning in the playoffs. So I'd like to build that style in our game, and, and we just have to get a little more consistent at it. seems like on the road we have that consistency in it uh, more often. Nashville, very strong possession team, but poor special teams. I think they've given up the most uh, goals against this year when they've been shorthanded. Uh, and I, where I'm going with this is you went into last night's game number one in the power play, number four in the PK. It's not just a team in terms of the players. It's a team in terms of the coaching staff. And Glenn Gullison heads up that uh, PP, and Jim Playfair heads up the penalty kill, and you're involved in both of those. But just uh, are, are you a little bit surprised? You are where you are, especially maybe with the penalty killing, given that since – 2015, Edmonton had had going into the season the worst penalty killing in the National Hockey League. Yeah, you know what? The, the power play I had less concern about just because the, the personnel, and I did a lot of res- research on what it did last year. Uh, that was one of the reasons when I talked to Gully uh, after I came in that he, he did a real good job with it last year. We wanted to continue that. So there's always tweaks you make, but Gully's done a great job with it. And he, he works well with those, with those guys, that top unit. Uh, I haven't been in a situation where I've used a top unit as much where they play, you know, a minute and 45 of each power play, which is unique. But um, when you sit down and go through it, the entries are so clean most of the time that they spend most of the time in the offensive zone, and they don't. They don't. It's not like a regular ship where you're chasing up and down the ice. They're in one zone, so you can play a little bit longer. So the power play, um, you know, I'm. We're, we're happy we're at the top of the league, but uh, I like the work that Gully's done, and, and first and foremost, the players are really, you know, done a good job on that. The penalty kill, we had a lot of question marks coming in. I've worked with Jim Playfair for a long time. He's a, he's a very good defensive mind. He's a good teacher. He put a lot of research into, you know, what's been happening in the past here, the personnel. Um, Ken Holland and I talked a lot in the summer about bringing some personnel that can help that situation. And penalty killing to me is about you get people that are willing to sacrifice and do that job. You have a good plan in place, and then you just got to go get executed. And so Jim Playfair has given us a real good plan. He's uh, he's a great teacher, and it keeps everybody involved in it. Uh, I think our players, Sheehan, Archibald, Nuge has done a good job. Uh, JJ's done a pretty good job for us, and all of our D really have, have stuck to our plan, and we've got some good results. And that being said, the next part of it is our goaltending has been pretty strong with our save percentage and on the PK has been pretty strong most of the year. So, um, did I think we would be top 
five, top ten. Uh, I was hoping that, but that's been one of the surprises that come in and, and the commitment the guys have put in and with Jim's coaching. They've done a real good job. We're 45 games through the season here. Uh, do you believe this group, just to wrap up, uh, Dave, has more room uh, to grow? Can the yeah. team continue to improve? It does. It's. I think there's much more growth here. And, and as we as we go on, you know, they figure out how I want to play. I figure out, you know, their strengths and, and where we can put them to in, in places where they can succeed. So there's still that learning curve, but it's the whole group learning how to you know, the best way for us to play to win and everybody doing doing their part with it. And I believe that's one of the coach's uh, you know, biggest responsibilities to make sure you put players in situations where they can succeed and you can maximize their talents. And, you know, whether it be a, a third-line center or, a, you know, a bottom pair defenseman, you've got to put people in position where they can help you win and, and help uh, help you succeed. Um so we got, we've got some more growth in that area, but I just think our group as a whole can continue to get better. And I like where we're at right now, but there's still lots of room to go. And I think the players are having fun right now because it's, uh, it's, we're winning, but it's a real team atmosphere around. And uh, I like where we're going, and hopefully we can get ourselves in that playoffs and then anything can happen from there. That is Dave Tippett. Sustainability and growth. Sustainability and growth. Some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. Edmonton South Downtown, Northside Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. To the orders now injury report for our friends at James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Mr. Escott, what do you got? Well, not too much, which is always a good sign for teams around the league, but Devin Dubnik has stepped away once again from the wild as his wife Jen undergoes medical treatment, so Capo Kakinen was rec- uh, recalled rather in a corresponding move. Uh, the Oilers' next opponent, the Montreal Canadiens, quite dinged up. Brendan Gallagher sidelined with a concussion. He's listed as questionable. He is on the IR, though. Uh, Yoel Armia has an upper body issue out until the end of the month. Paul Byron on the IR with a knee ailment, and Jonathan Duran is recovering from torn ligaments in his wrist. Yeah, four of their top nine forwards that will line up for the Montreal Canadiens right now. Matt Benning not traveling with the team, is skating back in Edmonton. That's the injury report for James H. Brown, injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go down and see Trent Brown and Jim Brown, James H. Brown. Dot com. That's so you can get hold of them. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Uh, 134 today. We'll hook up with Kurt Hill. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They're in first place in the Western Hockey League. And at 145 today, we'll get to your text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. To the global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.